Hey hurdlers, Emily Abadi here bringing you another installment of 5 Minute Friday. For those new to the show on Fridays, I tell a story, I offer you a thought prompt to take you into the weekend, then I share my highlights of the week, my content picks, the stuff that I'm listening to and reading and watching and so on. And then last but not least, I finish us off with a listener question. So yesterday, I woke up in a Boston hotel room. Now, I had some work in Boston, uh, so I drove up there. I rented a car by myself, and that just felt like the smartest, easiest, quote-unquote, safest (laughs) way to go about it. So I wake up in Boston to an alarm, and I am like completely disoriented when I wake up, firstly because as someone who used to travel a ton to wake up somewhere that's not my bed, felt super odd. But also because I mentioned I woke up to an alarm. I have not been setting an alarm for the entire coronavirus pandemic. I would say this is certainly a silver lining. And even without the alarm, I mean, some days I'm awake at 530 and other days I'm awake closer to seven. I just kind of trust my body that I'm going to get up whenever feels right for, you know, the amount of sleep that I actually need. So when the alarm went off, I laid there for a minute and I asked myself, like, will I be better for today if I just get another 30 minutes of sleep? This is definitely something that was on my radar. I, as a result, instinctively just asked Siri politely to set an alarm for 6.30 and close my eyes. And I would say about another 60 seconds went by before I sat up and like took this like super deep breath and just put my feet on the floor, walked to the bathroom, splashed some water on my face. And I was like, well, yeah, we're going to get up now. Admittedly, I've always been pretty good at mornings, like even back in college after what we used to call nickel night, like way too many drinks that cost five cents and going to bed decently inebriated. I would still like wake up and go to the gym the next morning on campus or right when I moved to New York City, like I went through a phase as many do after they moved to a city like New York where they go out until the wee hours of the morning. But still, I was able to, without fail, make it to a 7.10 a.m. Barry's boot camp class without wanting to off myself (laughs) during a treadmill sprint. I know that the number one thing that gets me up and out most mornings is the fact that I know that sweating and working out is going to make me feel better for the rest of the day. Like I feel more clear. I feel like I can handle more, like I can take more on. I feel like I interact with others better. Like I'm just a better version of myself. However, I think that promise alone isn't necessarily enough for some people who may want to be morning people to become morning people. And so I am sharing with you today, just to cap this off, a few strategies that make things easier on myself to get up and get out the door and get a sweat in. The first thing, know what you want to do. So I have definitely been a little bit more flexible with my workouts since developing a little bit of knee tendonitis on the right side. But what I will say is that knowing what I want to do either when I get to the gym or if I'm going to go for a run or if I'm going to do something on demand at home, knowing all of this helps take some of the decision work out of it. And I think when you have too many decisions to make, especially early in the morning, those decisions become excuses. So 
First thing, know what you want to do and perhaps set a plan for your week as to how that's going to play out. Next up, know what you want to wear. Again, decisions can equal excuses. So while I'm not the kind of person that's necessarily going to lay out an entire outfit the night before, I am the kind of person who has eliminated a lot of the things that I wasn't wearing to make like going to the leggings drawer and being like, eh, not into this, not something that I can say. The third thing, turn up the music. Don't get me wrong. You are listening to this podcast, so I support all podcast worker outers. But for me, the right playlist changes everything, and I'll share some of my go-tos in the show notes. Next up, number four, make it a part of a greater routine. I've talked about my journaling practice before. I've talked about how I love sipping an espresso before I get to sweating. These are all things that I have habit stacked, so to speak, that make up my ideal morning. It's wake up, journal, splash some water on my face, make an espresso, get ready for my workout, do the lace up, then I work out, then I drink athletic greens, then it's breakfast and more coffee and a shower. And just like that, I am ready to start the day. So make your sweat part of a greater routine that just feels right for you. And then lastly, don't take on too much too soon. Something is better than nothing, period. So if you are someone that wants to wake up earlier and get some movement in, but is having a hard time making it happen, instead of saying to yourself, I'm going to commit to doing 60 minutes every other day, start with something like 10 or 15. Find a routine that works for you to make it less of a daunting task. This week's thought prompt, what is one thing that you can add to your morning routine that'll make your mornings better? Again, what is one thing that you can add to your morning routine that will make your mornings better? All right, highlights of the week. First up, Renegades Born in the USA. Now, I can't say that I expected to hear that Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen were going to collaborate on a podcast, but I love to see it. I listened to the first two episodes on my drive up to Boston this week, and I really loved the natural flow of the conversations and the topics that they're covering, and it just sounded like two good friends chatting it up who just happened to be total icons. Next up, why I decided to cut my hair short for the first time ever by Sophia Rowe. I, like many of her 281,000 Instagram followers, was super invested in watching Sophia Rowe cut her hair. Uh, If you don't know who that is, she is a chef. She lives in Brooklyn. I've just loved following along with her over the past year. And she recently completely chopped off her signature curls and wrote about it for Vogue. And I can really just relate to what she was saying about the sentiments in this article, especially the idea that there's a certain trauma and scariness attached to the idea of starting over. So if you've had long hair, it's just like a security blanket. So I really liked what she had to say in her Vogue article. Next up, Sweat Bells Up TV. My friend Lacey and her business partner, Missy, just released a new offering called Bells Up TV. It's a combination of kettlebell and bodyweight classes that follow real strength training programs in an online video format. They've got a mission to provide guided sessions that you can do anywhere that follow an intended sequence, which I will say is not something you see often, especially marketed toward women. In the link to the show notes, you can click it to get a free seven-day trial of classes from beginner to intermediate level. So definitely check it out. And last but not least, listen, John Legend's playlist on Headspace. I really love 
seeing apps like Headspace and Calm evolve over time to include more than just meditations. Now, last year, I did an interview with John Legend for GQ when they announced that he was going to be the chief music officer. And this playlist that he recently launched on the app is like the perfect background music for any work from home stint period or just like hanging out and making pancakes on a Sunday. Next up, our listener question. This week's comes from Megan. Hi, Emily. My name is Megan. And my question for you is, what is your best advice for a recent college graduate who's still trying to find their place in the real world? Oh, man. I mean, I can totally relate to this. I think the interesting thing about graduating college is that like so many people make you feel as though you're supposed to have it all figured out. But it's also like a really exciting time because you have a lot of opportunity in front of you. My best piece of advice for a recent college graduate, whether or not you have a job secured, is to continue to reach out to people that do things that interest you. So just because you may have majored in journalism or political science or finance or God knows what, that doesn't mean that you can't explore and learn about other industries. You know, we always have the opportunity to expand upon our skill set. And if you approach people in the right way, you will be able to get, you know, just a little slice of their time if you do it with some kindness. So in this approach, if you find someone that you want to chat with and ask them for a slice of their time, make it as convenient as possible, which lucky for us all in this digital heavy way that we are living our lives right now, a lot of people may be more willing to make a slice of time or make some time for someone that they don't know because they have a little bit more of it without a commute. So reach out to people that inspire you. Ask them if you can inquire. Ask them a few questions about their career and their career path. And you might be surprised what you'll learn along the way. That is it for this week. As always, please make sure you're keeping up with Hurdle over on social. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Abadi. And if you have yet to subscribe to the weekly Hurdle, make sure to do that. The link for that in the show notes. Another Hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 